we continue our, our journey of learning uh, the power of our words, whether we think them or we speak them. Today's topic is Think Life and Speak Life. What we think and speak has a profound effect on how we live our lives. As we have been discussing, our brain is involved in everything we do, in every decision we make, good or bad. If we believe our life has no meaning or purpose, we will live our life thinking we are worthless. And what point is there in living? If we believe we are failures, then we will not even try to succeed or try to move forward in life. If we believe we can't lose weight or break an addiction, we will live defeated and not even try. Thoughts are powerful, bringing either life or death. The Lord has told us in his word that the power of life and death is in our tongue. That is in Proverbs 18.21. He also has said, As a man thinks, so he is in his heart. Proverbs 23.7 The truth is that God has fearfully and wonderfully made us. He knitted us in our mother's womb and put his spirit in our bones. That's Ecclesiastics 11.5. God has put eternity in each one of us. He created us for greatness in his image, and his thoughts towards us are good. Psalms 139.17-18. If God's thoughts towards us are good, should not our thoughts towards ourselves and others be good? Is that not what Paul was saying in Colossians when he said, Set your mind and keep it set on things above? Paul is telling us to set our mind on the kingdom of God and what he says about us who have asked Jesus into our hearts. Our thoughts have power. Our words have power as well. James chapter 3 tells us that with our tongue we praise the Lord and father and with with it we also curse men who've been made in the image of god blessing and cursing come from the same mouth wow that really shouldn't be proverbs 16:24 says gracious words are honeycomb sweet to the soul and healing to the bones there's that word again bones Words are healing to our bones, or we might say to our immune system, to our body. The saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, is so untrue. Words do hurt. As children, we come into this world thinking we can do anything and become anything. It only takes one negative statement to put a damper on our dreams. It may be a coach who says you are too small to play basketball or a parent who says you will never amount to anything. If we believe these words, we will not even try to succeed in life. Believing a lie empowers it. Satan knows this very well. He attacks us in our thoughts, trying to get us to believe lies about who we are and about who God is. He attacks us in our hearts. With, with offenses such as rejection, shame, and guilt. These thoughts hurt. They permeate into our soul, 
causing us to unrest and ultimately the possibility of illness. The Bible says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. John 3, I'm sorry, 3 John, 2nd, uh, sorry, I'm not saying that right. It's 3 John, 2nd uh, chapter. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Friends, Satan is attacking us in our minds, our hearts, and our soul. And he's doing it through thoughts and words. Satan starts his attack as soon as we are born, many times before we are born. You may remember the study from John Hopkins that found that stress hormones pass through the placenta. Why does Satan start so early? Well, it's very simple. He knows that we have been created for a divine purpose in the very image of God. If he can get you to believe a lie, you won't fulfill your divine purpose. To live the abundant life, we must learn to recognize the lies of the enemy and take every thought captive to the beating of Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5 We start the process by learning who we are in Christ and believing who, what, who God says we are. We can, we can, with the help of the Holy Spirit, train our minds to think life and our mouth to speak life. The Lord began teaching me this many years ago. I lived in such fear and condemnation all the time. I did not know what the Lord said about me as a believer, and worse yet, I did not know He loved me. I did not know the Word of God, and I knew nothing about grace. I knew nothing about how Satan worked, and that I had believed him over God for so many years. I was getting my self-worth from others and what they said about me and from my performance. And when my performance was not where I thought it would be, I would beat myself up for weeks. I was never good enough, pretty enough, or rich enough. I believe the lie that Robert McGee brings to light in his book called The Search for Significance. He gave this equation. Self-worth equals performance plus opinion of others. This is what the enemy tries to get us to believe. This equation is a lie that the enemy would have us believe. He would have us believe that God only loves us when we are performing rightly. The truth is that all of us fall short and none of us can earn salvation. He loves us and showed that love through Jesus. Jesus came to reveal the Father's love for us. The Father's love is received, not earned. It's a gift. I realize I have been trying to save myself, which left me insecure and full of fear. I began the journey to learn who I was as a child of God. I had such a stronghold of fear that was keeping me in bondage. I made a decision that I was going to believe God over the devil. I began to believe that God is who he says he is, can do what he says he can do, and that I can do all things in Christ, and I am who he says I am. I began to think and speak scriptures 
on, on who I am as a believer every day. I meditated on God's love for me and that he would never leave me or forsake me. I began to understand God as a loving father who desires and longs for relationship with his children. I began to understand that the enemy comes to condemn, but the Holy Spirit comes to empower and to lift me up. Little by little, as I sought him in prayer, worship, and meditation on his word, I began to see the beauty he had created in me and the purpose for my life. As we continue this journey, we're going to continue to learn to train our mind to think life and our mouth to speak life. We can learn to practice being in his presence by meditating on him, for he is in us and goes with us everywhere we go. We are not alone. Hebrews 13, 5. For he God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, forsake you, nor let you down, relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. The promises of God are true. He is not a liar. And when he says that when you ask him into your life that he will never leave you or forsake you, that is what he, that's what he means. In John 10, it says that, that um, he has us in the palm of his hand and he will not let us go. Thank you for joining me for this podcast. Our next uh, topic will be to continue um, talking about um, thinking and speaking life. Uh, I hope that you have a blessed day. Uh, today, really be intentional about your thoughts. Where, where are they going? What, what are you meditating on? You know, part of meditation is learning to be grateful and to be to be thankful. Thankfulness is uh, just a powerful, uh, powerful thing. Because uh, when we're thankful, then we're being appreciative about the things around us and appreciative about our life. Uh, so write down the things today that you are grateful for uh, and give thanks for those things. Uh, remember that your life is just is such a blessing. Uh, think about the people you have and, and, and just write down all the things that you can be grateful for and begin to think on those things. And the most important thing is to start to think that God loves you because he does. He created you. He put his spirit in you at the very beginning of time. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. You were not junk. Uh, you are valued. You are precious. So uh, today, turn your heart and mind to the Lord and let him love on you today. Let him show you that you are valuable, that you are loved, and that you are fearfully and wonderfully made.